Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hi, Lori. Hi, Jackie. Guess what I got? A little bit of a voice. It's back. I'm. Uh, I'm. What? What I have right now is just a cold, like a person. Do you want to get your gig back? Can you do that? I love that. That is the first. That's, thing. I'm. <laughs> that is. I've idea. been obsessed with that. You canceled this. a gig. They rebooked me three weeks from now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I don't think I've ever been rebooked so quickly. <laughs> and well, and I've never had to cancel because of sickness. So maybe yeah. that's what that's what did it. That's and great. I, and I also did not know. I think I texted you. I said I didn't know that I was friends with the club owner on my um, Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. That's weird. That I happens felt, every once in a while. Yeah, and I don't know. It must have been when I was confirmed, confirmed, confirming. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know that I would have been like, yes, that's what I want. I want to be friends with all the club owners in the world. Um, well, some cool people are opening comedy clubs now. It's not like ex strip club opener uh, right, right. that decide no, and this guy's a perfectly nice guy. Yeah, yeah, There's no yeah. reason not to, but I mean it uh it is it it did feel uncomfortable. So it was like <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But I'm uncomfortable. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you what are you are, gonna you're totally uncomfortable <laughs> all the time. Exactly. So As you I, Yeah, I this my hand is uh, swollen. I was um I was at the Lyric uh on Hyperion. Yeah. And Hyperion is a very dark street. Yes. You know that at night, right? Yeah. And um, and I parked up a ways, even though apparently I had a parking spot right near the... the oh, that they had yeah, saved? Yeah, Ian Abramson saved, but I didn't... I forgot or something. So I parked way up. And um, as I was walking to the club on my left side, I saw something move and I thought it was a cat. And I kind of leaned in and it was a person. And I was like, fuck! <laughs> I just kept walking. <laughs> I didn't know what that was, but uh, it was very Did startling. Did the person respond? No. I don't know if they were just shifting or asleep or whatever, but they were like in a bush. Oh, sort of chilling. Who knows? It was pitch black. I saw movement and then it was a person. Um, And so when I was walking back from my set, I was walking very quickly past that area. I would, I of course didn't ask anyone to walk me to my car. Right. Why would you? Because that would be safe. (laughs) (laughs) What I decided to do was walk really fast on a, (laughs) on a, unlit street that's uneven by the way it's very uneven across bricks and Mm -hmm. i tripped and i i went face first and took a header uh, yeah a little bit on the chin the knee uh, but mostly my left pinky and i I fall i'm kind of clumsy but i was this is i was in real fucking pain i was and i had to like stop and i was like if this person attacks me i would be yeah, yeah, they would win. Yeah, they'd win. Yeah, that's what I they'd... would lose that fight. You would lose that fight because you'd always already I was be... like just you would already stunned. knocked you yourself yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I did half the work for a rapist <laughs> right there. Um, oh my so, god! Anyway, uh, so then I toughed it out like I like you do, like I did after I got I fell on my wrist when I was pregnant, and then I went into labor, and oh then I found god. out. Then I went to the the we have a nurse at the studio, and she's their studio. Their her little location is right next to Conan's. Our, our studio so I popped in and um, nurse you know like 
I don't know if all nurses like, but this this lady, other people that have gone to her, are like she's so caring. She's like, oh my gosh, and she just started wrapping it very lovingly. And I'm like, this is like having a mom, <laughs> like a real mom. <laughs> That's not nagging me. She's just worried about me. And she said, she's like, I'd get that X-ray if I were you. So I'm getting that done tomorrow. Oh, good, good. It's. Do you remember when there was a nurse's office in the grade school? I don't know. They probably still have them. Yeah. But there was like a full time nurse who would yeah. be there, and you're like. What a gig that must be, right? Yeah. It was a and just she was dressed like something out of TV too. I remember that too. Because half the half the diagnosis is, oh, you're having your period. It's come. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh what no, I we had it in grade school, so it was like um it was, oh, you don't want to go to math. Oh yeah. It was sure. kinda mostly it was like, uh, I, I don't like my teacher. I would go to the infirmary and sleep at lunch hour because I was so sleepy from <laughs> swim practice. Oh yeah, I bet from all the working out. Yeah. And the it, running uh, from your it, coach. Very early on I didn't know how yeah. to live. Right. <laughs> right. Still there. You're still practicing <laughs> the overdoing it and then falling over in it. Um, uh so we we this is our last day of work for, you know, ten days or something. And that's oh, our you first don't have to work tomorrow? No, first hiatus since uh, we've had a couple weeks where we weren't taping shows, but we went in every day and kind of just worked on pieces for the future. Yeah. Um, So this is the first week off where I could just completely unplug from the news, I hope. But it's like it's fucking fascinating news right now. Michael Flynn, we're taping this Thursday night, the night that Michael Flynn offered to testify for immunity. It's like, what? Right. I'd I'd love to... First of all, just be a good person, and uh, you don't get immunity. How about that? He's no, he's a crazy dick. You yeah, can't a offer a person. crazy amount of immunity. No, you know? no, because then he's go, still go out higher there. up. Right, then he's still out there. Yeah, if you offer that guy that, immunity, you got to throw. This has got to be a lesson to the military. You got to throw that fucking three-star piece of shit general in prison mm-hmm. for what he did, right. which and was watch him. taking money from Russia and Turkey yep. and not telling people and wor- working as an agent for Turkey while he was working. It, it's, it's just so fucking wrong. Right. On so many levels. Yeah. It's the worst. Oops. I lost sound. Am I, you, can uh, you still hear can, me? Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. There that you happened. Go. That's what I've been doing. There's a short in the cord. Kyle. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like, it's nerdy. I hope you fun. never get the power you crave because <laughs> we just saw who you'll become. You love me abusing it and then bailing immediately. <laughs> I texted Kyle on the way over here. I said, hey, I'm going to come over, but I'm going to try to strong arm my way onto Josh and Josh. So I might be, I get there at 1030. And by the time I had gotten over the hill, I was like, no, no, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm already tired. It's Did today's the first real day. Week? I did. You know, I had to give up kind of what were two very fancy spots. Yeah. And uh, then I just did. It was a lovely spot. I'm not yeah. saying that I don't appreciate the work flappers, yes. you who room. Uh, 20 minutes, though. I did not know it was 20 minutes. Yeah. And so I blew up my voice a little bit, even though there's an amplification system. And I should have just whispered my fucking set like I, I wanted to. turn it up a notch. Turn it up a notch. There's only 30 people in there anyway. And it was storytelling. people drop the mic. Oh, there's not enough people for a mic. Yeah, there is. There it's is. It's a fucking show, and if there's two people there, talk in the fucking mic. Yeah, talk into it, and then un- unless the mic is broken, the mic Still holds is it. good. You never know when it's nice. going to come back. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> it's, uh, um, so we just recorded two days ago. And, yeah. Um, I think two, three days ago? Three days ago. Monday? Monday night, yeah. Who knows? And it's Thursday, Thursday night. And uh, they're doing a show downstairs, and I looked at the lineup, and I said, it's an outrage. I'm not on this. And uh, <laughs> did not get the laugh I was hoping for, by the way. 
<laughs> is that how you just approach every clip? That's how I approach every clip. Now. That's why not? Why not? Why am I not headlining? Here? Why? What? What just happened? What just? What? How'd, Look, you, how'd you miss this? I've looked at your calendar. <laughs> Oh, I did email a booker one time. You did? Yeah. What did you do? I said, uh, I've looked at your calendar. <laughs> I literally said, this is no offense to, and then I named uh, names. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's not that they don't have any better credits than I do, and they're wonderful comics, but so am I. Can I please have a week? And they gave me a week, and um, never again. Oh, they didn't, gave me the worst. Is that the way Marie said it didn't go well? Well, the one time, thank you so much for agreeing. I thought you, only no, one no, no, no. I thought I that was well. a story that you were it's repeating. A, so I wanted possibly. to clarify that it was the same story. I don't think so. It oh, was, okay. Um, it was um, good. Well, I'm who glad, cares? I'm, they don't book me. But it's, good. I'm, fuck them. They should all be booking you. And I'm glad. Should, yeah, that, everyone should be booked. There shouldn't be a problem. These people did. <laughs> as we as we back are battling <laughs> systemic sexism and yes. I feel that. And uh, it's an uphill battle, you guys. Here's speaking of sexism. Yeah. My father's 80th birthday was yesterday. And I forgot, of course. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. He'll be 81 next year. And uh, so. Oh, I remember those days. I remember the My house. My dad will have days. another birthday next year. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I talked to him the day before his birthday. So, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, because he called me to tell me that Maria's in the April issue of Reader's Digest. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Her joke about um, oh, they're not just printing cooking. her jokes. Yeah, there's yeah. printing her jokes. Marie yeah. Bamford comic, and my dad he left the message, and it was so funny. I tried to download it mm-hmm. and upload it to my Tumblr, but it whatever. I don't have thumbs right now, and so um, so I I called him today, and I and I was like, hey, I just sent you the lamest birthday present in the world because I didn't know what you wanted and he was like cash always cash <laughs> and uh i'd love to tell you he was kidding kids aren't supposed to give their parents cash no 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 <laughs> traditionally children it's do not the reverse, give reverse right right and uh but to this day whenever i receive a card i always hope there's a dollar <laughs> even if it's from like a friend or a stranger or if it's a sympathy card sure it doesn't even fucking <laughs> sorry matter. about your sorry, sorry about, about your, your father loss. here's ten dollars yes and uh here's um so uh, he told me that his, his uh, girlfriend sent him, who's, who's one of his, whatever, who cares. This woman sent him a birthday card with 50 bucks in it, <laughs> and he was psyched. And I said, well, you're getting my new album, Dad. And uh, it was like the lamest gift ever. Next week, uh, next year, it'll be a headshot. <laughs> you're giving him a hard copy, though, not a download. Yeah, yeah. No, card. no, he doesn't oh. have the internet, so yeah. uh, he could just stare at it for a long time. And I wrote on it, the, the, the CD I wrote, remember that I love you. Um, and how's it doing it's doing good it's doing good it's still six number six on itunes that's and i haven't even talked to anyone about it what do you mean you haven't done your i haven't been doing social media as much oh yeah and plus two weeks i've been out of the uh, off the grid yeah so um that's great yeah this is day 15 of this damn cold and so the sh- the thing's been out i think for three weeks one of our writers is having an ongoing cold too so does he have the same thing i don't know i think but, he, or is he in is he in the in the office yeah he's in the office yeah. oh poor but he had a man. scratchy voice for a while okay um that's cool i went to the doctor and i was like this has to be a strep or something and he goes no no it's just a really bad cold and i was like why do i have two earaches and my there's shards of glass in my throat and he's like yeah, but uh, no infection. Two ears. That's what accounts for both earaches. Yeah, that's why there's both earaches. It was pretty bad. Anyway, I was being very brave, and now it's almost over, you guys. Our great national nightmare of my fucking cold <laughs> is almost over. 
I'm I'm gonna meet. I have a meeting tomorrow to talk about releasing the stand up part of my special on a CD. Yes, not the documentary. Yeah, part. yeah, just the middle forty five. Yeah, skip jokes. the tears. And go right to the to the laughter. Yeah, yeah. Right, right to the jokes that make me uh, seem make friends, uh, feelingless <laughs> and heartless. Right. Um, so the I think I I there's CISO is an eight month buyout. And okay. then, so July 29th would be the soonest I could release the CISO CD. CISO sounds fucking sane. Eight-month buyout is amazing. Just to, for the audience. I mean, they, they own the special for three years. and then, Right. And yeah. three years for the video? It's fine. Yeah, that's great. And then, uh, and then what I always say about, because uh, the Horcrux album was both a DVD and a CD, mm-hmm. but they're two different sets. The, the uh, Friday second show was the CD. Oh, interesting. Uh, wait, was the DVD. And Saturday's second show was the uh, CD, actually, okay. which is weird. But the DVD is actually 10 minutes longer. Oh. And um, so when people are like, which which one should I get, the Horcrux DVD? And I was like, do you have the, the skill to rip a DVD, the audio? Because then you could have them both and, uh, and just listen to that extra 10 minutes. Live it up. Mm-hmm. It's really well, this will be shorter. <laughs> You're sick. Um, this will be shorter. So this will be like probably 42 minutes. About 40 minutes, yeah. That's great. It's all targeted, specific. uh, And it's on point. Yes. And and so you cut it up into, you know. Cut it up. And then um, I guess. Label told me that if you can get a track that's over 10 minutes, it makes people have to buy the entire album. What do you mean? Like you know, we we I I tend to cut them up into 1977. Billy Joel said that all all songs should be three and a half minutes long, so they get airtime, right? Okay. So I try to cut them into three and a half minute bits. It's always good to take 1977 Billy Joel's advice, don't you think? For it's, comedy, uh, sure, and of course dating. So I'm seeing Christy <laughs> Brinkley right now, and so anyway, the uh, the um. But the, uh, but there wasn't, and I didn't want to do it. I don't want ever want to. But they, they say if if you can find a ten minute chunk and make that one track, people have to buy the whole album. And I said, well, what, people have to. But why? Why? Because it costs long. Because you make more money or something. Okay. If they buy the whole album versus buying it by well, track. Well, I'll bring that up with my producer. Please bring that up with your people. <laughs> um, I watched. Uh, I didn't watch Dave Chappelle's. Whole, I watched like part of the first one. Okay, because it's two two two, two one two hour deals, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, or is it two two-hour ones? I don't know how long they are. Yeah, but he he kind of for he's just amazing in a way where he reminds me of. Did you ever read Angela's Ashes? No, I avoided <laughs> it on purpose. I have to tell you, it's sad, super sad. Was it amazing? It it's amazing because he tells. I heard the prose was great. He, he tells the story from a child's point of view, so he doesn't comment on anything. He doesn't try to put anything in a context. He's you know he's he's showing you what he's seeing growing up in poverty okay and um an abusive you know uh, physical With abuse no pers- it's literally just the perspective yeah. of a child and it and it and it's written in a way so that you the reader get outraged you're like what the fuck this right. is horrible right, right. but the ch- the narrator isn't outraged right and Chappelle is like that as a comic, when he's talking about, ra- like, he'll tell a story about getting pulled over by the police or something, and you're like, what the fuck? And he is not mad, and he has some kind of distance that I can't 
it's always astonishing to me his, the distance he has from it, where he he doesn't look doesn't seem furious in a way that you think he would be. Do you remember that? Remember that first story he, he told a long time ago? I forget which special it was about uh, the cops you, arresting him in his own house, thinking yes. he broke in. Yes, that, you know, and this, he I'm not going to say the n word, but he, right. this, he he broke in and put pictures of his family all over the apartment. I never seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And he had just great. And when Chappelle was telling it, he it's matter of fact. He's not furious. He's almost enjoying it in a way he's very it's like he's watching from above even though it's happening to him which is a very unusual quality and i and i i don't have it where where you i do I, so have it no i don't i feel very angry all the time and and furious and i don't feel any distance from from my from life anything when i'm on stage no it, it seems like he i don't know if he has to work to make himself feel distant from it or if he's that's his natural personality but how huh. how could you sustain all these sort of racist assaults for so long and not have have a visible fury, you know, well, when you're discussing it? And I'm not saying that just talking with white people. I'm just saying when you're discussing that actual incident, right, to have things that happen to, to you. smile while you're telling it and mm-hmm. to sort of look like you are you this are a what camera happens. instead of the person that was in it you're you you are such an observer you weren't even a person in it it's you're really the lens that fa- yes it. it's yeah. fascinating it's fascinating i don't know how he does it you don't feel like okay because you're right um I, I i said that you do it but i don't i don't think you actually do because that's not your style of stand-up but no. as a woman whenever you ex- whenever I talk to other women and they explain something sexist that's happened to them. They're like, yeah, it was weird. You know, this guy was like, why are you crawling up my leg here? You're just, and um, we're just sitting next to each other. Mm. And, um, but that's, you know, shit happens. And so there's that distance that can happen with, with sexism as well. But I think it's, it's when it's as beautifully done as when Chappelle does it. Because he's not, he he doesn't just have that distance that that most, like I've seen a lot of women comics who could talk about sexism and have that distance, have that sort of bird's eye view. I don't know like, anyone that does. I I feel like that you, almost every comic I know when they're talking about an some kind of assault on them that is based maybe on maybe it's their... just me then, because the thing is is like I talk about the the bus thing and I talk about the um. But I still feel your rage. I'm not mad about. Do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's um. So you don't feel any rage from him, and but you feel it from me when I talk about that other stuff. Oh, just a, t- a little bit, but just okay. enough to have to go. Yeah, he he almost. I mean, and 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 then and it's not. I mean, it's comparable, but not comparable. He really right? like. Flo- it's almost like he floats out of his body and watches the whole scene he's in, which is almost a thing that happens to when people are surviving abuse. Is mm-hmm. they they kind of pretend it's not happening to them. That's a thing that happens, and so I and I'm I don't know him very well, so I'm I'm, I'm just saying this is a all. common thing, yeah. but. It's almost like when he, as a comic, when he's describing these events that that would have other comics frothing and and pacing and yelling and you know what I mean in, in a he's funny just, way, yeah, he's just but leaning. amping it up, yeah. And he, and he he's so physically, almost physically removed from it too. You can see his his body isn't getting angry; he's just sort of narrating it. Well, it's, that's neat. It's very it's very compelling. You yeah. Know? yeah. It, it, I don't it know would what to be. Say. It would be, but you know, I mean, the thing—it's what you were saying about Angela's ashes—is that when 
when you're raised, when you're ra- like that, the room it was called, right. room or whatever. The movie, yeah, the room, movie. room, room, and you don't know how other people's families are raised. You right. don't know how other people are raised. So if you get beat as a child, mm-hmm. people get beat, and you know, don't be in that right. the wrong place at the wrong time, and you probably won't get hit. And uh, is is how you are raised thinking. So what you're saying is that. He's like, these are the things that happened to me because I am me, but I am also part of this larger group that all of, and because you can see that this is something happening to an entire group. He's saying that it's happening to him. I, the, the bit that I noticed it again, I've, I've noticed it every time I watch him is he was just talking about um, he and his, he, a friend, he and a friend were driving, his friend was driving, he was in the passenger seat and I got pulled over and you know, it's a story about getting pulled over by white cops in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as and and now, you know, you're like, oh, God, what's going to happen? And, and right, as you're watching, right. you're like, oh, and he he's not mad at the cops. He's not he's not mad. He's just sort of he sees the cops foibles as as what they are, you know, and you remember um, that Hannibal Burris bit? That he did about getting pulled over by the cops. Hannibal kind of has that quality as well. Right, except for that he has, it feels more, can you believe this is happening kind of thing. Yeah. What you're saying is that the compelling part of what Chappelle's doing is that it's a more of a dis- detached, he's just telling you. It's not, yeah. you, you, it's so compelling because you're like, are you kidding me? But Hannibal, the way he, t- the way I heard him, and it was probably weeks after it had happened. Yeah, he got pulled over by this guy. He was like, "How do you?" And the cop literally said something like, "How do you afford this car?" And Hannibal said, "Well, I'm not a cop. <laughs> oh my God. I'm a I'm a performer. I make a living." And. And, uh, and so, but Hannibal, like, and literally <laughs> was like more, it was, it was definitely more aggressive, but it's, right. it was still removed. It yeah. still had that, that remove of, well, I'm a man in this situation that is yeah. not, a white man would not have this problem. So I have to be aware of those things, but this is the bullshit that happens. So he had more that, you know what, that, that fascinates me. I, I, I want to watch that. That yeah. sounds that makes me that makes me even more one. I because yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of Chappelle stand up because that's I I don't know him and he's always in New York and I'm never and I ran into him one time at Fred Siegel's at the coffee shop in Fred Siegel's and uh, <laughs> and and I um I literally I think it when it was when his TV show was on yeah which um, I had only seen parts of because I didn't have cable yeah and um I genuinely. I was like, what, what are you going to say to him? Hey, I'm a comic, too. How are you going to yeah. introduce yourself? What the fuck? Right. And so he sat down next to me waiting for his to-go order, and I was sitting there eating my salad. And um, as he got up to take his to-go order, and I said, hey, um, I think I said something like, you're really good at stand-up comedy. That is exactly, I believe, the verbatim. That's what I need. I like your Midwestern it. compliments. You're They're very meaty and true. They are true. They're not elaborate. You, you don't need to. You're very good at stand-up comedy. And you he was are like, effective you. at your chosen profession. Your chosen profession. Enjoy your meal. Well played. I hope you enjoy that sandwich. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. So. Hmm. I worked with him at... Um, at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh wow! For a weekend, definitely once and maybe, maybe twice. Um, I never worked Go Bananas. People ask me about it, Cincinnati. I haven't worked it in a long time. Yeah, I worked it when John Chung booked it, but I haven't worked it since Mikey took over. But okay. then I haven't been trying that that much. But still, I haven't been asked. 
I, I can. I can <laughs> it's one I can, of those podcasts when we exactly. just start listing people that haven't pursued oh, us. That's right. And then I say things like, you know, when I was a kid, I remember uh, my stepmother always saying that uh, adult men named Mikey and Jimmy and Billy uh-huh. should only be bartenders. <laughs> and, he uh, might be Mike now. He was started very young there. Um, oh, so he was just a Ute. Yeah. He was a. Um, and then I. Uh, and then I've. Oh, uh, one time I was at the Punchline. I was. I was working in San Francisco with Tony Kamine. I think we were co-headlining. And Chappelle wanted to come in and do time. And mm-hmm. so we got bumped down. We got the same money and stuff. Yeah. But I was I still wanted to do my time. Well always. Always yeah. want to do your I wasn't I wasn't like, yay. Yes. Other people would be like, Oh cool, Chappelle. I was like, oh Right. It's you're, you're just like, Well, why can't he just I do- know. Can sure. he just if he's gonna do four hours anyway? Can he do it after I do forty five? And so what does of, he yeah. care? What does he care? Yeah, yeah. Um, no but, kidding. It yeah, was... and then you and then the, you know word got out and the shows were packed and you just felt people waiting for us to finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuckers. We know Chappelle's back there. Shut up. Yeah. What, and why are you open? And then they can leave. And then no. I no, can... because he does hours. Yeah. Did yeah. he do hours? I think so. Yeah, I, I watched as much as I could. Yeah, I think people know we can't stand comedy, right? No, I don't want to. <laughs> okay. But I don't, don't want to watch anyone for three hours. Yeah, and I and I'm like tired, and I'm if I I'm not comfortable standing and watching. It's mm-hmm. I like to oh, pop no. in and then walk away. I, I don't and I I, I do I, I hover. Yes, yeah. yes, me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and just just sit. It's really painful. Pick up it's a hard. pick up a joke or two. Yeah, go around. Think, yeah, I wonder how long they're going to be up there. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Do another. He's like, do you think I can get a stepping on anything I do? Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. I was at um, just now. I came right from UCB Sunset. Oh yeah, fresh fresh out. out. Yeah. How was it? It was cool. Um, Let's see. I kind of tried some new stuff, and then I I I tried some new stuff at uh, last night. It was at um, newish, you know, ideas. Yeah, a couple of them went nowhere. Um, and then, uh, I, hate that. I know, but you know, the, the other thing I was thinking, like Chappelle was, so he talked about that, that story. And then again, I didn't watch the whole one, much less the other one. So I don't know, Yeah, but he's talking about, he's definitely doing stories and he's, and he's talking about pop culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, and I, stories and, I, and pop culture. Yeah. What? Well, What's what he, he commenting on? <laughs> what is he doing? It's so it's not observational. Yeah, it's, it's that too. Okay. But it, it's not. It's not this. It's not all. This happened to me, and now I'm going to talk about it. It's some of it's. Just I bought a new coke, and let me tell you about how I <laughs> yeah. went to the store. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Right. But, right. But something, uh, not from 1992. So or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have a yearly thing where you just update all your references? <laughs> you got to update your riff references once a year. Once Sit down a year, January first on it. Get when? new coke out. Uh, new put coke. tab back in. Back in. Tab's Tab back. Rotated tab is back. You guys. A lot of people. I just, um, yeah. But it. But it's. You know. I mean, maybe I. Maybe I can convert myself to being a comic that talks about. I, I people don't do. Know. I don't know. People turn into one-liner comics. They, you know, you could really. I nobody but, I like, but uh, <laughs> what? but from from being storytellers, they yeah, like, they, they condense seen, themselves. Yeah, like I've that? seen people go into like writing jobs, and then they have to write monologue jokes. But they were storytelling comics. Are to you begin subtweeting with. me right now? <laughs> 
I'm right here. Oh my god. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Who else are you talking about? Um I don't, I don't mean to burst a bubble here, but I know 10,000 fucking comics. Monologue. There's very specific monologue joke writers. Right. And so. Who used to be, who were stand-ups. Fine. Here you go. Write a name. I'm writing a name. There you go. You don't know him. Congratulations. I can't read that last name, though. Greg Fiddler. I've written a wow, name down, and a... then I just, what a mystery that nobody else knows him either. Where, where did for he, years he, he wrote for? He wrote for uh, Letterman. It's a great story that isn't mine. Let me tell it. Uh, Greg Fiddler, a uh, Minneapolis comic, oh. really funny guy, road guy. Yeah. And so um, he, remember the fax contracts that there used to be? Yeah. Where you'd fax in 10 jokes a day, and then if they bought them, they'd give you $500 or 50 bucks a joke or whatever, right? Right. So he had a contract, a fax joke contract with Letterman, and he had to come up with 10 jokes, 10 or 20 jokes a day. Um, to fax into Letterman every day, and um, that's a couple hours work, right? And he, I think he got, um, I think he got five hundred bucks uh, a week for it. Yeah, and um, and that's then he worked on the road. Fee. It was a flat fee for that one. That's and then a nice were, little supplemental road gig. That's exactly what because he was just got, sitting. You got to get near a fax he, machine though. Right, well, and it was the nineties, yeah. and he was just sitting in a Best Western, you know, yeah, churning out, you know, getting up at, you know, whatever Eastern, yeah, you know, reading all the papers and churning them out, and then. Um, there were jokes, always jokes left over. And so he started faxing them to Leno. <laughs> and Leno would buy them at 50 bucks a pop. Oh. And um, so. And, and while he was doing selling Letterman, other stuff to Letterman? Yeah, the stuff Letterman didn't want, he would sell to Leno. And so it never came up until there was an interview with him at the Star Tribune, Minneapolis oh, Star no. Tribune. And he told the writer, and the writer published it, and. You know, I don't know what Google alert was in 94, but um, Letterman fired him. Google didn't exist till like 2000. I think so. So whatever it was. Letterman fired him? Yeah, Letterman fired yeah, him. Yeah, sure. And get this. Leno called him. They oh. both found out about it, and Leno himself called him and said, Hey, I'm in, I'm in Mystic Lake. I'm doing a casino. Uh, do you want to come down and talk to me for a second? And so uh, next week, the following week. And so he goes down, and he's like, hey, It wasn't very bright. And uh, this, that's my Leno impression, by the way. He goes, uh, there's a reason I don't do impressions. But he goes, that wasn't very smart. But, um, you know, um, are you moving out to L.A.? And he goes, I was thinking about it. I don't know. And he goes, well, one of my guys is going on um, uh, uh, baby leave, paternity leave. Paternity leave, yeah. And uh, so he's going to be gone for six weeks. If you want, you can have his job for six weeks. It'll get you in the union. It'll get you a grub. It'll get you steak. And it'll get you good credit, but you will you cannot have his job. He's coming back. And um, Fiddler was like, yeah, of course. I would love that. And so he came to L.A., and that's when he moved to L.A., and he worked for Leno for six weeks. And then um, he went on to do – he worked for The Soup. Uh, you know, he had a bunch of other jobs, but yeah. he ended up working for The Soup with Joel McHale for years and producing if and you, whatever. you are crafty enough to work for Letterman and Leno and you can't tell anybody, that's hell. I mean, you got to tell somebody. <laughs> right, right. I don't you know. you got to tell somebody. It's one of the greatest stories. What a scam. I it's, love it. It's a wonderful story and makes Leno look like a decent guy, you know? Because mm. he's like, yeah. yeah, well, that was weird. What'd you, what'd you do that for? <laughs> You're the perfect gig, man. And then he got a perfecter gig, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
And so he he was a one-liner guy, but he also did stories. And then he went and he wrote these things on purpose. Like, he did yeah. more stories when he was on stage. And then he became a one-liner guy. Mm. And it was weird hmm. to watch it. It was like watching someone turn into a vampire, Laurie Gilmartin. What? No. Well, I'm, I'm going to try that. Yeah, become that a storyteller. Oh, I'm not a storyteller. I'm not a storyteller. I don't know why that that's a trigger word. Why is that know. a trigger it word? Bothers me. <laughs> I did a storytelling show at the Yoohoo room. Yeah. And um and there and everybody went up and then just did their fucking act. Yeah. Yeah, and cuz there's stories in every joke, obviously. Yeah. You know the the old the old rule of alt comedy, tell the story of how you wrote the joke and then tell the punchline. Uh. That's the rule of old comedy. Oh, in I didn't my head. know that. I've never heard that before. That's, that's that was exact, my theory. That's kind of genius. That's absolutely true. Which is why I got very popular with alt comics in '99 because that's how I've always told my jokes. You know, the sure. other day I was explaining one of my jokes to somebody, and uh, uh, while you were on stage, no, no, I was joke machine. Okay, and so um, I was explaining my joke. Joke you were writing. I guess we were writing. And so I was telling... I don't uh, like I the word storyteller, and don't I like don't like the, the phrase joke, joke machine. machine. Whatever it was, we were churning out some jokes. Lord Thank you. Know. All right. So, You're uh, writing. It's fucking writing. Okay. So, but I, I, did, I wasn't telling the joke. I was telling the idea of the joke. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the idea of the joke is the fucking joke. Because yeah. it's, here's the setup. Here's the punchline. Guess what? That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> That's all people are looking for. Yeah. Watch you. Shh. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, uh, I got uh, so, but at the Yuhu room, I got something that I've always rejected. Yeah. I've always been just bitter about whatever I've done it, and then and I did it, and I'm doing it now, and I'm purposely doing it to some extent, but I gloss over it as quickly as possible. Which I, it's it's it's, a, it's what I call a nostalgia joke. Yeah. It's when you mention something. That is nostalgic. And right. you get a response yeah. from the audience that is almost a laugh, but it isn't. It it's is a, not uh, a real laugh. Yeah. It's I don't deserve laugh. that laugh. That is a laugh of recognition. And fuck that laugh, except for that fine. You, you are right to orphan that laugh. I, I, that, that laugh can fucking bite me. <laughs> I, that, but that laugh is, I mean, I need to say the thing that I say yeah. to get into the rest of the bit. No, I, of course you do. Right. Yeah. And so when they yeah, when, when they laugh at it, but I, I have a, there's a tiny part of me that's like, ah, oh, that felt nice, that laugh. And you're like, no, that's not your laugh. Don't quit, quit we all, being happy about that laugh. We know comics who think that that's that that's writing. a real That that's a real laugh. Yeah. It's not a real and, laugh, and, you guys. And they they've <laughs> built an entire career saying, "Remember this." Ugh. Yeah, yeah. But that's not you. That you is know, not me. You're, that... allowed, you're allowed to do one on yes. the way to a real joke, right? On the way to a real joke, you give yourself a little leeway. Yes, you can't be so strict all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. What else you got? I don't know. How much time have we done? Oh wait, let's thirty-four. Thirty-four. So talk about. Let's talk about. Shall I? Oh, yes, yes, Comic yes. of the week. Barbara Holm, you yes. guys. San Francisco comic Barbara Holm. Very funny. Uh, who H-O-L-M. I could H-O-L-M. H-O-L-M. Always thought she was from Portland. Uh, consistently. <laughs> every <laughs> female comic's from Portland. I think so. I think they're they're churning them out. They're joke machining them up there. And uh, But Barbara Holm's great. She does. It's dry, but it's, it's, it's super witty, and it's smart, and it's goofy and funny. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, really fun. Yep. So find Barbara Holm up in the Bay Area. 
and book her wherever she wishes to be booked. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying because I like Barbara Holm. Lydia Popovich uh, wrote a Facebook post where she just listed she like she's from San Francisco yeah. and she just talked about how it was nonstop stage time, tons of women on shows, but it wasn't no you know it was just like yeah they're half the population and they're half right. the acts right and then down here in Los Angeles it's not you know it's not the same proportion yeah. you know it's like sometimes one woman a show. Um, and, uh, and she just said was an ode to San Francisco and how many really funny women came out of San Francisco and what a yeah. great place it is to start as a female comic, you yeah, know, yeah. cause you're just, you're one of. Right, right. Kyle, did you find her Twitter? Is it just at Barbara Holm? It's uh, Barbara underscore Holm. Barbara underscore Holm. H-O-L-M. Do it. Yeah, she's great. And there is a great scene up there. Mm-hmm. Every the, that time before I before the the album dropped, I I did a short run up there. Did you do Doc's Lab? I did Doc's Lab, I but I also did room. a game a game store. Oh yeah. That had a long room, and then um, and there was just there were and I came back and I was I told you about those comics. Uh-huh. I remember that it was go back to the December episode of Jackie and Laurie because I can't remember anybody's name. It was great. So, <laughs> guess what? When this drops, by the way, I'm going to be in Peoria. <laughs> hey, cool. <laughs> yeah, that, when this that, one goes up. That weekend? It'll be the following weekend. It'll be, I'll be back in Peoria, you guys. Uh, the non-existent Peoria of this weekend will be next weekend. I will have just been, gotten back from New York, right? Because this is dropping so. on the 10th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Hopefully I had a great time. Hopefully you had a lovely time. I can't I, wait to not be responsible for anybody. Like right. the 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 hardest thing about having a kid is um, feeling like I should be doing more, and and it's this constant guilt of oh am, know, I, am I am I am I raising all of him yeah or <laughs> you know just like uh, is it okay if he watches YouTube while I just fucking veg out can I do that or yeah. or must I be you know should we be learning German together or <laughs> and it's nonstop and it, and. <laughs> When I'm away from him, there's nothing I can do. Right. right? He's not there. And um, why aren't you FaceTiming? Oh, screw you. Yeah, yeah really. Screw really, you. Absolutely. Because exactly. the thing is, is FaceTime is. I don't want him on the. I don't want him on a screen. No. And that should just be a good morning or good night kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a thing where you're just like, hey, I like seeing your face. Go have a great day. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. And hey, sleep good. I love you. You know mm-hmm. that should uh, that's all Maybe it I'll should try be. That this time I haven't I haven't been doing that. I like to completely detach from okay. from people I love oh. and <laughs> humans in general. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a friend of mine. I just want to go on walks and. You know, maybe go to a museum. I, I don't have anything I have to do. I'm, I'm supposed to get an edit back f- from my editor, yeah. like, the 14th of April. But that's not till the week I get back. So I really have a full week before, you Where know, you shit is rained down could just down lie there. Yes. <laughs> until You could shows. wallow in Irish literature. <laughs> you could just yeah. bury yourself in moss. Yes. And my white my white bed sheets. I have a white duvet. I love it. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, all all that cotton. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's so beautiful. The weather here right now. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm gonna go buy veg to plant in the garden, and uh, and then plant on Saturday. Did you um, always think you'd be able? To, like as a road comic for a long time, I'm like I can't have a kid. I can't have a plan. I can't have this. I can't have that. Like right. I never. Even now, I'm still just. My kid wants a dog, but I don't. 
you know. Right. You're like, when I, I go to New I York, to take yeah, I have, I would have to take care of it every weekend. And when I yep. go to New York, I don't know what I do. And uh, Couldn't he take it to his dad's? No, his dad won't let him do that. Oh. So it's a... Uh, so neither of you want a dog, essentially. <laughs> well, yeah. I just don't want to have to do it all the time. No, no, it would be your dog. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. You would have a dog. If and you want always... a pug? I don't want that fucking frowning face looking at me. I, I, uh, but my the enemies. You've my made. mom the looks. Enemies. My mom looks like a pug all the time, just sort of looking up. Sort of what's, you know how they look? They look confused. I'm aware. I'm aware of how pugs look. That's yeah. why my mom looks all the time. <laughs> Get him a hedgehog. Get him a get him a guinea pig. Get him a. It, I'd want a pit bull if I got a dog. I love pit bulls. Do you? Yeah. I want a. I want like a golden retriever or a lab or a shepherd. Labs are great. Yeah. yeah I but just they, want, they I, need a lot of action, man. They really do. And I or a, even worse would be like a spaniel, which needs to be run. Yeah. <laughs> Those dogs need to freaking run. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And a pug, at least. Um, you don't have to do you can anything. Hear them breathe. <laughs> right, their eyes pop out. There's trouble. Yes, it's. Uh, but people love them. And uh, in New York, I have a friend who has a pug, mm-hmm. and uh, we play slug pug. It was a great game. You would love this. No, you'd hate. Is this much? Game. Is this like joke machine? Were you in the uh, pug? No, it's like slug pug. But every time you see a pug, you punch somebody in the arm. How much time have we been? <laughs> Forty. Forty. Okay. I'm going to Ireland. I booked it. Oh yes. Bu- so so where are you flying into? Dublin. And cool. Dublin, and then gonna do the festival. Yeah. And then gonna drive down to Iris, which is I R I S E Y E R E I S. Okay. Uh, which is four and a half hours south of Dublin. Is that is that near Cork? Then? Uh, it is south of Cork. Okay. It's and then um, it's on some crazy peninsula. Which yeah. Is very beautiful. And then um, Andy wants to go to Galway. And Galway's amazing. Yeah. And then the Spanish Spanish arch and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. There uh, 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 a ship ran days. aground. Oh cool. A whole bunch of Spaniards died, like soldiers, oh, but a bunch of them uh, walked onto the shores and started uh, hooking up with the Irish women. And that's where you get the phrase "Black Irish" because okay. they have the like black hair. Yeah, yeah. You know the dark Spanish coloring. It's still you know Baron hundreds Vaughan. of years Baron later. Vaughan. He's black Irish. Have you ever heard that joke? Right. No, I haven't. I don't even know if that's even him. I, I literally, I might be conflating. Oh my god, oh, well. this is so awkward. Uh, it's not as awkward as now it is. Anyway, so <laughs> you know, I like to take any potential racial awkwardness of yours Let's and magnify it. it. Let's blow it up. It's uh, let me call him. It's uh, so yeah. So really, I mean, we're gonna spend five days and then get this. We're going to Ireland. I mean, uh, Iceland. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to Iceland, um, and um, I had to buy a separate flight from Dublin to Reykjavik Yeah, uh, through something called Wow Airlines. I've heard of them. It is essentially the spirit airlines yeah. of Europe, and so they nickeled and dimed me to death. But here they did it all online. I was like, yes, I will pay for luggage. Yes, yeah. I will pay for a seat. Yes. I will pay. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, if you God. don't get to pick a seat unless you give them $7. That's not I much. Like, nope. No, I was like, here's seven dollars. Yeah, and then you don't get to bring luggage on unless you give them. I think it was twenty five or fifty bucks. Um, oh no, it was fifty nine dollars for both of us, so thirty bucks a pop. Okay, and then um, it's fine. Yeah, just tell me going in that I should pack a lunch yeah. or a bottle of water, and it won't be a problem. And mm-hmm. and so we're gonna so and then we're gonna be in Iceland. Yeah, for seven days. And get this, there's no hotels. We don't have a place to stay. Airbnb? 
Well, uh, Annie has signed up. Uh, we don't, and we've rented a car. And the woman, uh, the Delta. What do you woman, mean? There's no hotels in Iceland. There's no hotels available. We're going at the height of the season. Oh. And the woman on the um, on the on the phone was like, "Well, you you will have your car." And I said, "I'm 50. What part of that did you think I was going to sleep in my fucking car?" You'll find something. Oh, completely. Airbnb. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It, who cares? And uh, yeah, we're going to drive around. You could probably get a yurt or some kind of tent or some kind of, there's probably some kind of funky yeah, nature yeah. situation you could do. Well, yeah, we could cabin it somehow. We could go to the Blue Lagoon, which is the big thing to do there because oh, there's really? like a geyser and then there's a day trip to a volcano and then there's another day trip. And I'm like, is there a geyser, which means there's a spa? Because uh, that's what Jackie Cation is interested in. <laughs> a massage, possibly a facial. You know what? I went to uh, in Burbank on yeah. Magnolia. There's a uh, yep. there's a finished spa, and it's thirty bucks, and you can as long as you want, you can hang out in there. That's great. The uh, the Korean spa is like that too. Well, I went there. I went to but the Burbank. Burbank it's closer. Yeah, yeah, it's closer. And uh, I went in. And I melted. I melt, and then I started fascia blasting. You know, rubbing All that right. thing. On. <laughs> Like an asshole. In the locker room? In the sauna. No! <laughs> so gross. So gross. No one was there. And when a lady came in, I put it away. I said, it's yeah, a, I because go, you know it's not right. I go, it's a massage tool. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to leave a little of my DNA in your water. So It foul. doesn't scrape anything. And you know it. You too. It too. It. You're saying that there's no skin follicles that come off when no, you fashion blast. It no, actually, I might believe you only because I think you're fashion blasting if you have 20 minutes. I think that all of the parts of you that could be fashion blasted are, have been fashion blasted, so it's there is no extra. It's not exfoliating. It's but it's, you're rolling it on your skin, so I would think it would be. But I bet you've worked off all of your skin. All your you don't have any dead skin. But on it's you. it, 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 you're all alive. Either way, it wouldn't it wouldn't remove dead skin. I don't. Did. Don't die on this hill, Jackie. It doesn't <laughs> exfoliate. This isn't how I should go down. No. Let it go. Let it go. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. You have 20 minutes left. Somebody asked me, hey, can you give me, I want to work this club you work. Yeah. And yes. I want that. Can you ha- hook it up? So I can said. You reference me? I told him, I go, I'll, I'll ask the club owner. I'll, I'll mention your name. And if I'll say, can I give. Can I give him your email? Can I give this guy your your email? Right. And the that club owner nice. said, "You can, but I I've seen him and I'm I'm not not it. not going to book him." Okay. What do I do? Well, this is interesting because people consistently ask me if I'll recommend him and if if there's anything I can do, and I'm like, "There's nothing." Like if I believe in them, I've done it uh, twice in I think. That's that's above and beyond to actually go to the booker and say, hey, this is someone who's funny that I think is funny. Uh, can I give him your email to yeah. book? And, um, but now that you've gotten a negative back, you're just, you just go, you know what? He's not, he said no. Just tell him that he said no. Because he did, essentially. Yeah. I mean, that guy, could, you, or the, you could do exactly what the booker said. Yeah. Which is give him that guy's email and with the caveat that you say he's not into it, but if you keep it and you and you send your avails every six months for the next six years, you may eventually get work there, <laughs> which is what I do. I mean, yeah, I just keep sending avails, and eventually, you know, when when club owners, you, you know, that whole thing is like you got funny, 
in the last six months. You ever yeah, have we any do of the that. club? We do that every fifth comic of the week. Right? Well, and, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, and it is true that there is there are plateaus and there are leaps. And yeah, there are plateaus sure. and leaps. But I remember the first time I heard it, I was like. Fuck you. I've always been funny. You should have always booked me. Yeah. And now, like 20 years later, I can look back at that and go, no, no, I probably I probably hit something and jumped a hurdle. Yeah. You know, should I have given the club owner's email to the guy and then just said, keep my name out of it? Yeah, that's another way to do it. I mean, if you if you want to go to bat for somebody, I say go to bat for him. And if you don't want to go to bat for him, you can just give him the email because well, that's that guy's to, job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He's he decided I mean, to book a comedy club. Yeah. So fucking you wade through this bullshit. Right. I'm swearing a lot, but whatever. <laughs> You're ill. You're still sick. I am still sick. Um, but so right. much better. Yeah. I feel good about it. But yeah, I think so you didn't want to go to bat or you don't want to go to bat for anyone kind of. No, it's 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 not that. It's just it's like, I only want to contact bookers when I need spot. I don't want to be the person they're like, oh, here she is with another friend, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh. Well, see, all I can think right now is, why the fuck aren't you working Acme this week? You have the week off. You can well, work I, Acme. B- this is my first, uh, uh, starting can- on Friday? No. no, no, no! Like starting like next weekend. Next you week. Oh, because I want Saturday. Um, I don't think I sent him. I should have, but I I also wanted to go to New York for a week. Okay, but I because, should have because that that you would you would love that. No, club. but I I knew I now have someone that's booking my, some road work for me, oh, that's so nice. I send her my avails, and she's she's know, doing it. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. God, I'm going to Winnipeg. This will have, I will have already been in Winnipeg, and hopefully it will all have gone well. Yeah. Because I've been so sick, I haven't been able to write, because I'm doing a couple of theme shows. Yeah. And so in I'm Winnipeg? So, in Winnipeg. Are you working with Maria? No. I'm doing the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, and okay. so I'm doing like a, a Canadian TV show where I'm just doing a set, right. and it's a theme, and that's fine. I'm just oh. doing my act. Yeah. And then I'm doing a show called The Debaters, and that's got, a, it's got homework. Because <laughs> I did it once last... It's like Tough Crowd or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like last, uh, I did it last year, and uh, essentially two comics debate each other of, about something absurd. Yeah. And the last one was that I did was, is King Kong or Tarzan the real king of the jungle? And I had Tarzan, of course, and of course won. Uh, but uh, this, because Tarzan Neither, is the, of course, is are evident. Like, it's uh, like, uh, I'm the, always the, not like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, Tarzan. Uh, and, of course, the crux, well, not of course, uh, the crux of my argument of, was that yeah. uh, King Kong is king of the apes. Tarzan's right. already king of the jungle. He's got more of a hierarchy. No, it's you're fine. right. Yeah. It's, and, and it was, it was incontrovertible. But this one is <laughs> you're a, so cocky. I mean, we're pretty cocky seen about you my tower and I, uh, I love my t- now you're arrogant. And the, the weird thing is is I genuinely have a love. It is weird, but I fu- I love Tarzan. Yeah, that and is weird. It is a weird thing to be in favor of and I've never read the books, the original books, because I understand that they're full of like this sort of great white hunter. Racism that it's I'm always like, so disappointing. It's, I, I it's, told you it when I was up. reading one of the little house books. Yeah, you you glazed oh, over. Right, I'm like some of the uh, <laughs> one of the songs. Pa, I remember Pa's Michael Landon, and all yep. of a sudden I'm like, oh, Pa, 
spa. Don't, please not don't now. sing the spa. Don't sing this. And I'm not singing it to my son. That's I what we know. know. My God. Yeah, that's Crazyville. So my son um, wants to take improv. I saw that post today. Yeah. It's an indictment against your uh, every your ev- work. Everything. I've... Actually, it'll be good for him. Actually, there's it, nothing wrong. I with think it. everyone should take improv. Yes. It, yes. But you shouldn't stay in it. <laughs> get out and get a job. Uh, Don't stay in improv for read, God's sake. Did you not read um, Bossy, whatever, Tina Fey's book? Yeah, I did. Because she talks about how improv is a cult. And oh, she's like, it is yeah. a cult, but you know what? And then I, my favorite line What's your cult done for you? I'll tell you what my cult has done for me. And then she's a litany of things that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah so. there's no argument. I, th- I think I've already said this before. I know but you'll I think be they're more well adjusted improv uh, performers than comedians. Well, you know, I was on that nerd cruise and I was on this panel, and the other three people were improv people. And when I realized it, yeah. I genuinely I put my mic in my lap and I let go of it. <laughs> No, you're not gonna well, get be- in. Well, because all the improv people instinctively are taught how to give and take. Right. As a comic, as a stand-up comic, I it's am not take. taught. It's, it's all take. take. It's all take. <laughs> you give me your silence and obedience. Exactly. And, and I so take advantage I'd of you. I put them. I put it down, and then I just, um, and then I would okay, purposely pick it up when I wanted to, and then they would notice that action. Oh. And guess what they did? They allowed me to speak. Brilliant. It was almost like we were a team. Because <laughs> uh, uh, improv people learn to be teams, and there's nothing wrong with learning how to work with other people. Well, how, yes. how great would that be if your son grew up to have uh, interpersonal skills? That would be the first in our family. <laughs> that would be very exciting. See, it, oh, it's so beautiful. I think he, he will. He could have wanted to be an actor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what would be worse? What would be worse? A musician? How about a musician? You right want now, him to be a musician. He's he just copy. It's so fun. He's like he's telling piano teacher. He's like, I'm going to write books and be a writer. And I'm, you know, I mean, nice. it's so cool. Sure, it's, why not? He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I had dinner the other night with uh, this eight year old and. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, you know, I like to just you and an eight-year-old out, eight-year-old out for drinks. Me and a, me and a kid. No, her. her um, it was her mom. She's from New York, and mm-hmm. um, she's a, a friend of Andy's from college. And okay. um, is that the, that's not the person you went to their memorial? A memorial they were associated with, right? In New York, no. that you also did spots. No, no. Okay. No, that's. Uh, but she's. Um, that's interesting. Uh, no, uh, this this woman. She's a librarian at the UN. So her wow. days are numbered. <laughs> she's like, we're all kind of looking around. Really? Yeah. She's like, we're a little nervous, but uh, you know what? By the time this drops, Pence will be president. Right. It right. feels like it. It's so gross that idea. Uh, it, it, they're all gross. It's just like when dirtbag gets out of the way, and you're like, oh, thank God, dirtbag got out of the way, and see, then other horrible person sh- rises up from the ashes. See, this is our anger visceral. Chappelle would just have some sort of distance already, you know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. So I wonder, he's. I wonder if he he's got to he work political? through it. I didn't get that far. I don't think so. Well, he definitely has to work through it. So I, so I, I think. I, wait, or I hope. I maybe. Hope so. I don't. Again, I'm not a pot smoker. Maybe that amount of pot that he, if he smokes oh, as much may- as he says he does, maybe that also. Creates, creates a distance from your anger. 
Uh, very possible. Then it might be a problem, Dave. You might want to look into it. Yeah, a problem uh, that's doing <laughs> fifty-six million a year. Yeah, anyway, so. and making him a genius. Yeah, yeah. it's a, you know what? Don't look into it, Dave. Just and why, why are you listening to us? Imagine the genius that he would be, though. Oh my god! With access to all of his faculties. Maybe that's our problem. We have too much access to our faculties. If we if we shut it down a little bit, maybe we could focus on a, the few faculties that are still rise from the ashes you know what uh, this is the first day i've felt good in two weeks right yeah and andy uh all day i've been part of the village raising other people yeah. i have been fucking bossy magoo everywhere that i've gone post office grocery store oh my god helper fuck shut up and, uh, <laughs> and at one point andy said there's part of me that liked you when you slept a lot <laughs> I told you last week, I fucking love a uh, sleeping child. Yeah, there's... there's I, I'm driving home to one right now. It's going to be sweet. He's going to be out. Yeah. Come and, on, uh, Kyle. What What are we? 56. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. And so, what, what, so you, this will be... You'll be coming back when this goes up? When, when will it go up, Kyle? Uh, not this Monday, the Monday after. The 10th. Right, so I'm off to Peoria. I will have gotten back. I'll be back in L.A. doing spots in L.A. that week. Okay, so that Sunday we'll have to record something so that there's something the following, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that, that week I thought I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting so off have, a plane and coming over here after I've been gone for a week. No, that's it. that has never to. been successful. <laughs> it's, uh, and I like the idea of not doing two in a row. The doing them two days in a row at yeah. 10.30 at night yeah. somehow makes it better. We just have more energy. Definitely, yeah. As opposed to, had we done back-to-back yeah, on we, Monday? Yeah. Oh, oh, back-to-back would not have happened because of my, my throat. But, yeah. Um, I think uh, that we've we've done some, some good work here. I think we've dissected uh, some... Really? Some Maybe I'll powerful... watch the rest of Chappelle's uh, specials. I'm on uh, season finale of season two of The Great British Bake Off. You'll be happy to not know. Uh, I haven't watched anything... Uh, Big Little Lies yeah. on HBO. Yeah. Phenomenal. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. What? Yeah. What? The, it's a limited, it's a seven episode only um, series. Uh, they're movie all movie stars in it. They're, yeah, they're all mothers in yeah. Monterey. And it's kind of behind the scenes. One of them's in an abusive race relationship and she's coming to terms with all this stuff. It's really, Shailene Woodley's in it. Yeah. She's really good. So this, it's like Real Housewives of Monterey, don't, except for don't even go there because it's, it's such an yeah, amazing yeah. piece. Yeah, it's good. Above and beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Because of the writing and the And, and the writing the and the acting, yeah. Okay. And uh, 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 is it Alex? Just, Who's Skarsgård? The, okay. The the vampire from um, from Twilight? True Blood. True Blood. Oh God. Pretty hot. Yeah, and there's a penis uh, in episode six. You really do need to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh my God. No truer words, you guys. Here's something. Also, I'm not pregnant, you guys. I think the Terrigen mists have arrived. Uh, no, no. You, were you happy or excited or sad? I, I was both. Uh, I was like. Um, I was both. I was both because yeah. I was like, "Oh, this would be this it would really change. totally change everything upside down." Wow! Talk about this podcast. If I were, <laughs> oh my god, this would be the, so compelling. Uh, we would sell this podcast. This podcast, well, and Nerdist would have all the money, but <laughs> we would get to be in it. Uh, so, um, yeah, how crazy? How crazy would that be? Yeah, and there's always next month. 
Uh, Clearly, you're not careful. Uh, No, no, we are not careful. But the thing is, is I think it's over. I think I'm done. It's over for me. It's over for you, but I I can't wait till it's fucking over. Yeah. I want to hand, just give Kyle's girlfriend all my tampons. <laughs> He's like, I left Why do you gotta in get the, her involved? I brought mine to the ladies' room at Conan. That was awesome. Yeah, because people, how great is it when you go into a ladies' room and there's free tampons? Why aren't they everywhere? They should, they be, should everywhere. be everywhere. They should be like a, like Kleenex. Just yeah. do tampons all over the country. Yeah. All, at every rest stop, at every yeah. in every podcast booth. Let's, Why isn't there a guys, tampon right now? You guys do this. Wherever you go, leave a little box of tampons in a public restroom, and uh, it'll be a, a pay it forward kind of thing for ladies yes. everywhere. How cool would that be? All right, bye. Now leaving nerdist.com.